0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. We're your home for Wildcats, Bulldogs, Warriors, and Coyotes. The place to go for the latest sports news on all your favorite local sports teams. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite snack or beverage, and enjoy. Now, here's your hosts for your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Luke Olson, John Gudat, and Eric Sorensen. Back, Kitas Valley Sports Talk fans. I am Eric Sorensen, joined by John Gudat and Luke Olson. Episode fifteen, the Bart Star episode, fellas.
1: Bart Star, uh, that's a, a world famous jersey. There, Pat Mahomes will probably make number fifteen even that much more famous.
0: A future Hall of Famer if he continues on. Maybe, yeah, yeah.
1: So Hall of Famer Bart Star, and um, well, he's a Hall of Famer in my fantasy league. Pat Mahomes got me a lot of points this year.
0: He's fun and, and you know one thing I do like about you know about Pat Mahomes is he was a two or three sport athlete and you can tell because he makes some middle infield passes looks like you know it's a little short home no looks back hands and whatnot and what a great player and and uh back another episode here fellas and a big week of sports ahead of us and how was your weekend are you, are you guys ready for
1: was your weekend good and are you ready for Christmas coming up am I ready yes are you ever? I know. I'm ready you? to roll because I'm ready because uh I got my shopping done. And when I say I got my shopping done, it's do, really my wife. Do you want to leak any? Do you want to leak any presents? Ooh, yeah. That? Oh, I I I uh you'll find
2: out. You'll really find out if they listen or not. What's that? You'll find out if your family listens to this.
1: Um I don't really have a need for anything. I'm more about the experiences of, of everything. So right. in terms of tangible gifts, um, Man, I got nothing. I really couldn't think of anything. But in terms of like a a gift that's uh, like an experience, I would say road trip up and down the coast. I guess. Yeah. Starting what Forks and end in San Diego.
0: That'd be a blast, Luke. You ready for Christmas? You got all your shopping done?
1: Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, got a lot of it done over the
2: weekend. Thank so, God, Amazon. Yeah, that's very true. Was it comes comes in like a day or two? Yeah. Well, and
0: props to the people at the post office, because if you had gone there lately, you know that, there, I mean, I drove by today, and it's Tuesday, the 17th, for recording, and the line was out the door to get your packages picked up or mailed, so well, wow. props to the people working there.
1: Not me. Uh, luckily, all the stuff that would need to be sent, I'm seeing everybody either this weekend or next weekend, so I don't have to play the... Uh, post office game or the UPS game.
0: Here's a, a little secret I'm going to give out. Go to the Kittitas post office. Oh yeah. There's no one there ever.
1: No one there. It's the best or there's there. a line. It's two people long.
0: And it's yeah. wonderful. I'm not a yeah. line person.
1: Well, let's talk a little. Way sports. to ruin the secret. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, just I'll have, let you know when not to go. That means when I'm going. So, <laughs> um, I guess you know, if you guys have the daily record, you're seeing Luke's great articles and you've got to interview some pretty cool people this, uh, this year so far. And, mm. Tell us about the latest one. You interviewed Tanner Swanson, the guy that he actually coached me one year at Central, and yeah, he's he, had yeah. a heck of a career, a local Quilliam guy. And how cool is that interview?
2: Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, uh, Cole Canyon of uh, actually my boss as well mentioned you know that he heard you know the Roslyn native Tanner Swanson took a job with uh, the Yankees, and then Cole Canyon uh, not long after reached out and gave me his uh, uh, contact info. So. Yeah, I got a hold of him and we talked a lot about. I mean, I learned a lot about his catching philosophies and how he's really, I mean, he's really changing the game um, with that. You know, he kind of, there's so much stuff. It's hard. I mean, you have to read the article. My article is pretty long, but he has like this one knee setup, how you're able to, you know, pitch frame a lot better and it helps blocking and throwing. But he's a really nice guy. And uh, I got to talk to some of his former UW catchers. Some of them are in the pros and, yeah, it's pretty unique.
1: Yeah, I was just mesmerized by the uh, what you know. It's more than just pitching and catching. It's just the the strategy that goes with like the framing of the pitch and just the absolute communication. I it just it's so clear to me that there's just so much that the casual fan will never understand or know about baseball, um, and uh, that's that's the gist of the story that I got. Plus, it's a local guy who clearly is a hot commodity. So that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. when the Yankees come calling, that means they've done, yeah. done something right. Yeah, You check him out on, on all his social media, D1 Catching is what it's called, and yeah. it revolutionizes the, the yeah. game of catching, that's for sure. I agree. And if you have a young kid that's that's a baseball player, check him out. Look it up because, you know, knowledge is power. And and he has a lot of stuff online that your kid can get better just by looking at what he has on the Twitter in the Instagram. I don't know if he has, Facebook. did
1: you say the Twitter, the Twitter you uh, sound like right. my father. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so what else happened this weekend? Fellas, we had a big
1: week in sports. Sea chickens. won. Sorry. The Seahawks won. It's a- I love this. Hey, I was game. watching the Seahawks game, but I think I will fully admit I was, I watched more intently the, uh, Arizona or pardon me. The, uh, Atlanta Mm -hmm. San Francisco game
0: that was awesome wasn't it I listened on the radio
1: did you wasn't that cool so I I will admit to watching it my brother has a better cell phone than I do and we were watching it at a family dinner so (laughs) took a little bit of heat from that but the end result was the Seahawks got the number one seed
0: dang right yeah Yeah. that's hilarious (laughs) You're, are you the guy that's at the, you're having to control your emotions at a family dinner mm-hmm. when a touchdown scored? So people, it was relatively it.
1: subdued only because we were, the, you know, it was trending in the right direction. Although I would say, you know, they Atlanta had that touchdown that got called back. I thought the one that got called back looked better than the one they actually counted. Oh, seriously. Um, but they both know,
2: look good to every Seahawks fan.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> every, every fan would be like, yeah, that's good. Give them both of them. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I live in. Uh, I mean, I, when the Seahawks win or lose, it doesn't like ruin or make my day. But I will say, I, I'm. It's good that uh, it's good that they're now in the driver's seat, and uh, um, you know, now it's just not having a letdown against Arizona, and and that game against San Francisco on the 29th. If you're selling those tickets, man, oh man, you could probably pick whatever price you want, and oh, and yeah. uh, you. Or you will buy them. I'll watch it from the uh, (laughs) confines of my comfortable couch. So for free. What's that? For free? For free. Yeah. And high def. Yeah. I'll be watching it. The beer's cheaper at my house than it is at uh, the Clink.
0: Oh, hands down. Yeah. I'm Hmm. trying to get tickets for this Sunday, but it's, (coughs) I think the cheapest one I found is 150 bucks. Up in the top, top. The very top. And
2: you can get the standing room ones. That might be okay. It's cold. Where probably. would the standing
1: room ones be? Just like on it's the like edges,
2: just, just below the yeah, like three hundred level. And then if the tunnels, you know, like to yeah. leave, yeah. there's like spots in between. Mm. I don't, I don't know. know. I it's not that fun. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you don't have a seat. So would you buy those? No, I gotta sit down. <laughs>
1: and you you stand the whole game, anyways. So
0: that's actually a very valid point because you really only sit down at halftime.
1: Yeah. Let, let let me rephrase the question because I already know what the answer is on my on my end. Mm-hmm. Would you buy those if our wives said, "Hey, I want to go too, and it's cool if we stand up"? All of a sudden, I can probably justify that purchase.
0: Yeah, probably. Paige is gonna go with if if we buy the tickets. Let's have
1: to. But she's gonna sure. want something yeah. to sit down.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Okay. Yeah, the the
0: look I might get because it is kind of a, today's our anniversary, three years.
1: That's right. Three We're years. spending your anniversary
0: podcasting yeah all wow. right she's pumped no I took her to lunch I went to the palace Paige, right. my hat
1: is off to you for yeah. being able to survive this guy for for that amount of time she's
0: yeah she's a saint everybody said out punting my coverage so I agree with them yeah but uh yeah no I already took her to dinner and actually we saw the Linfield basketball team go to the palace to enjoy a uh, really their lunch before the game today they played central tonight and, Linfield uh, huh. cheese and potato soup on a cold day it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey hero, no tomato. So
1: no tomato. No tomato.
0: I'm not a tomato fan. We're
1: but. gonna we're gonna talk about things that happened over the weekend. We gotta talk about uh Minor Brothers. Yes. Brady and Riley. They finished fifth in the world. Mm-hmm. Um so a I'm, little over two hundred grand one and uh on the season and I don't you know Usually, don't get in the habit of talking about people's salaries, but since it's such that's how they dictate the world standings. I mean, public knowledge. They won about two hundred thousand, two hundred seven thousand, and
2: at at the NFR alone, or uh,
1: over their career, they won, or, or over the season, they won one hundred and ten grand at the NFR, wow. using just kind of nice round numbers and and, uh, um, placed in seven rounds. I think mm-hmm. only one other team placed in se- as many rounds as they did, wow. so. Um, you know had some a little bit of ups and downs uh, was it the 5th round when they uh had that judge hang that flag on him and wouldn't uh wouldn't drop the flag for a while that but of course you know the next round they they won uh, the round and 26,000 and so it's it the nfr is incredibly fun to watch um i mean i was watching it every day on tv but it's one of those things we've talked about it before you got to get there at least once oh yeah even luke Easy, Luke easy would appreciate it.
2: I tweeted about it. Remember? That's right. It, yes, it, that's so right. That's so right. I'm a rodeo <laughs> fan.
1: Yeah. Luke Olsen tweeting rodeo. Heck yeah, yeah. Really got him over the hump. That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. How many? Not to talk too too long on this, but I guess. But how many guys have been that consecutive years? I guess Bra- or Brady's been there longer. Brady's been there probably. eleven times
1: since 06, and then the brothers have been there together ten times
0: um i mean that's that's along with people with the names of like uh, yeah Cody i mean o, you got the joke yeah so miners are right there with the them.
1: miners are right there and you know team ropers i mean obviously there's wear and tear on your body but not to the level of a rustock rust rider so team ropers you see those guys um you know roping into their 40s are still competitive mm-hmm. uh in their 40s and uh you know Uh, Brady's birthday, and this is weird that I know this, but Brady's birthday was yesterday, Monday the 16th. So he's uh, 35 and Riley's 31, so they've got another decade or so if they want Mm -hmm. um, as long as the drive is there and the horses are there um, to, you know, get there. I don't know, another five to ten times, really.
0: Leaving a pretty Uh, good legacy for that name in themselves. What's that? And they're leaving a really good legacy for themselves in that video
1: yeah i mean i would love to see them you know when in the end when in the world title is requires a little bit of luck mm-hmm. uh requires good horses both of their horses are incredible uh riley's horse is named bob and mm-hmm. uh, bob, riley said bob changed his career totally five right. years ago Shug for brady um just an incredible heel horse Shug is uh gosh i can't think of uh Freddie's old horse that won heel horse of the year, Ray, Ray, mm-hmm. uh, twice, I think it is. And so anyway, I think they got a lot of staying power, but if there's a team that has been together as long as they have, man, I'm, it's very few and far between.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. when's the circuit final that's January
1: 10th, 11th, 12th.
0: I think we need to get Luke down there.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, be there. I'll be there. I'll be there all three days. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, that's, uh, <laughs>
0: let jake uh pratt
1: jake pratt will be there minor brothers be there guys like uh you know uh, jake minor Mm -hmm. cass kaiser uh jason minor so kind of a minor family reunion um i think wade kane will be there in the saddle bronc another alzberg guy so um yeah it'll be it'll be um it's always a fun event and that kind of cures my nfr hangover you know you're just so jacked up from the nfr that you want to get into more rodeo and um i like the circuit finals in january i I used to like them in november but i think i like them better in january
0: i think uh, it's pretty safe to say a lot of people in ellensburg got caught up on their dvr on sunday and monday because yep something. not much to watch besides that going on right now so yeah
2: so how does that so you called you know obviously i don't know if everybody knows
1: but you're the rodeo correspondent for the daily record yep and how long have you been doing that? Well, let's see. I got hired by the Daily Record in May of 2000. And then when I left the newspaper full time, I was writing from, I've been writing from 04. And they are like, hey, can you just help us out writing a little bit of rodeo? And that was, that's uh, the rodeo columnist. That was 15 years ago. And. You haven't told me to stop yet so <laughs> that's up to you if you want me to keep writing. Yeah. Uh
2: so you've you've developed relationships with these guys, you know, like the miners. So you got to know them over the last. Yeah, years. you know. Yeah.
1: Shoot. I mean, it I I get um I won't lie, I get a little bit of a starstruck fanboy a little bit, but you know, nice to know that if I need to get a hold of guys like you know, like 24-time world champion uh, you know, 25 now, world champion Trevor Brazil um, or, you know, guys like Tuff Cooper, Shane Anchey, Sage Kimsey, you know, who's on our podcast and everything like that. That's really cool. And uh, that accessibility to them, I mean, nobody has that accessibility. Nobody at my level has this similar <coughs> accessibility to like LeBron James or mm-hmm. or um, you know, Mickey Cabrera or, or anybody. Uh, so Plus I just, I just like rodeo. I never competed, but, uh, I just, there's something that struck me about rodeo that I just really, really enjoy.
2: You you did compete
1: twice. Well, I mean, (laughs)
2: you're you're our in-house bull rider.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean my, my, my bull riding career lasted what about Mm 0.38 seconds uh, over two rides. And, and, uh, um, so thank you. I mean, (laughs) I know you laughed when he said I competed, I pretended not to hear the laughter, but, uh, Yeah, I guess you could say I'm a retired cowboy now.
2: So, after the, you know, each round, were you able just to send Brady or whoever a text and be like, hey, give me a call when you get a chance? Yeah, I
1: mean, with guys like them, they know that. uh, I mean, I've been talking with them for shoot ever since May of 2000, I guess. And so they know that I'm going to call them. And so sometimes we'll shoot each other texts. Uh, one, One night, one of my interviews with those, he was at a concert, Riley he goes, Hey, can you text me the questions rather than call me? Cause I'm sitting here and enjoying the concert. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, I mean, they, um, you know, they, usually when I'm talking to them, I don't try to waste their time too much. And, and, uh, and you know, usually they're, you know, cooling down horses or they're traveling to and from hotels or they're going to gold buckle presentations after the six rounds. So they're always busy. Um, it's just nice to be able to talk to them and, They've always given me whatever time I need, and I just, it's just, I'm really thankful for that. It, that's one of the reasons why it keeps me going is, is just my accessibility hasn't changed, and guys like to talk, and um, that rapport, you know, hopefully I've never abused it and continue to develop it, and that's why I think why guys like Sage Kimsey and Tyson Durfee were on our podcast two weeks ago, and, you know, that's why they keep on answering my phone calls. So, yeah. it's yeah. cool.
0: Well, I got nothing else.
2: All right, well, that's that's basketball it. to talk about too. We got
0: lots of stuff to talk about. There was a pretty big weekend of sports, and uh, I did see our great sponsor, Fitters Furniture. They, I'm sorry if you didn't get in there in time, but all the nutcrackers have been found. All the
1: nutcrackers are taken, right? So
0: you can't get your heard free about gift that. card. You should have got there.
1: Should have gotten there. Oh,
0: Man, but go in there and check those guys out. Let them know that Kid that's Valley Sports Talk sent you in. Yep, and. Uh, You know, we certainly appreciate you guys listening, appreciate them sponsoring us. And let's make sure we link the two together and give them as much support and business as we can. Well, we'll be right back after this brief message from Fitterer's Furniture. If you haven't listened to this ad yet, it's hilarious. It cracks me up every single time (laughs) I listen to it. And we'll be right back with the scoreboard uh, brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture.
1: Fitterer's Furniture presents a poem for the season from Mr. Brad Fitterer. Thank you. It was the holiday season all through the store. The staff was real busy with customers and more. There were couches and tables and lamps all around. With savings and prices, the best in the town. But the reason I write this is simple, you see. To wish you the best from my staff and from me. Thanking all of their customers. Wait, I'm not done. And wishing all of you the best for the holiday season. I have more. Quality furniture since 1896. Hey, I spent a lot of time writing this. Bitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg.
0: We're back, scoreboard, brought to you by Fitter's Furniture, and we have some breaking news. It is December
1: 17th, 3.53, we're doing it. What's our breaking news today? Well, I'm going to introduce it. I'm going to have Luke talk about it, but uh, I was just uh, getting on Wildcatsports.com. Looks like we got a new head softball coach, Allison Mitchell. From Redmond High School. Red, yeah. yeah. So she's got an extensive high school background, but then also club. the the club team. So she's sending all her club players to SEC and Pac-12 and Big Sky School. So this might be her first college job, but she's no stranger to college talent. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. Because so I didn't want to wait too long. Yeah. Um, I was really curious what they were going
0: to do. If they were going to wait till the season was over or do it now. And they answered it. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, they'd, uh, she can continue the program's upward trajectory.
0: Um, well, the, she definitely that? hit the ground running, because as soon as you're back from winter break, which the kids are on right now, you are you're in full. People don't realize
1: that college baseball and softball start practice the first of January, or in January. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the field house, as uh, yep. Coach Dory told us. Gosh, that was probably two or three months ago now. Yeah, that was in September. He's one our October. first
2: guests, right? It was.
1: was he our first guest? We were just newbies. We didn't know what we were doing. Not at all. We aren't the veteran. We weren't the veterans we are now. We kept losing audio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my bad.
0: Not we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> that's behind the scenes stuff. We're doing it better now. Scoreboard. Let's talk some scoreboard. That was breaking news. Brought to you by Kid S Valley Sports Talk, sponsored by Fitterers. So let everybody know that we, we have go. breaking sports. Teams. That's right. Yeah. As long as it happens on day we record. <laughs> um, that's the the local basketball scene's going on, getting hot and heavy right before the winter break. Gleam boys and girls both lost in that cheese, but then they bounced back. The boys beat Bickleton seventy-one to sixteen and a whooping on.
1: I'd say that's convincing.
0: Yesterday, I believe, and yesterday Monday, the yeah. Monday, yeah. And the girls, Gleam girls, played Seattle Academy and beat them fifty-three to forty-nine yesterday. Close game, yeah.
2: I think Grace Terrell had 29, 29 points, and she had twenty-seven the night before. That's what dang. So. She's just an all around athlete. It's just...
1: She is. That reminds me of a guy named Eric Sorensen. Um, I was uh, a man amongst boys <laughs> in the high school ranks. So That was yeah. the bruiser we, in basketball. You
0: set screens, right? Set screens, missed shots, try to get a rebound or two. Cause a fight or two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I never lost a loose ball on the ground. <laughs> good. Hey. Here's a pretty good picture of me pulling Dave Landon up over top of me, <laughs> but it was my <laughs> ball. We <laughs> became friends later in life. Yeah, that Grace. Grace, uh, 27 points there against Natchez. And uh, let's see. Uh, Hallie Hink scored seven. Ariana Lombardi scored 11 that night. Yeah. But it looks like they both, boys and girls, travel to LaSalle on Friday, and they are home against Goldendale Saturday. That LaSalle matchup for the girls is a tough one.
1: That'll be interesting. LaSalle uh, girls' basketball is pretty good. And they lose the Undefeated last title, year, I believe.
0: Or they won the state title last year. Yep. Yes. Uh, but they lost last week. They got it was a the matchup up in uh, Kashmir. They lost to the Kashmir girls, I believe. So they're coming off a big loss. Maybe they'll be let down for them. And, um, they got beat by the Kashmir. Got uh, Van Lith girl who's yeah. going to Louisville, which is nice. She's a talent. It'd be nice to coach that on your team. <laughs> um, we don't have anything on the Cleveland wrestling unless Luke's seen something.
2: I have not. No,
0: but we'll have to get in with them on that here soon. Ellensburg, let's see. Boys got their first win. They beat Wapato, uh, fifty-six to forty-four. And I have it written down here somewhere.
1: And Wapato but, is, you know, they're not known for their football or anything like that, but they're actually a pretty decent basketball school. I mean, yeah, typically they're uh, they're one of the better teams in in the uh, in the CWAC. So good pretty, victory. Did they make state? I know they knocked Ellensburg uh, out of district. I remember. I remember yeah, that. So I but I don't know if I'd call that revenge because it's, you know, regular season stuff rather than playoff stuff. But hey, a win's a win. Yeah. And Prosser, um, weren't they? I think the Yakima Herald picked them to win the CWAC. They're the team to beat. Yeah. yeah. Was, of mm. course, they kind of got embarrassed by Euphreda in the first
2: yeah.
1: week of the year, but they uh, dropped their game to Ellensburg lost to Prosser earlier in the week. But
0: if you're on the Twitter sphere and you can find the Riley Perez, Lobbing one off the backboard to freshman Gavin Mars slamming it down. Oh my gosh, did you guys get to see that on there?
1: Not, uh, I will check the Twitter. It was cool the for a freshman in high school. That was, I, I you're know. lobbing it off the backboard, whether you're a freshman or yeah, you're 30, it was 30 awesome. years old. It's awesome. It
0: was pretty neat. That one needs to get sent to Sports Center because that would have been a Sports Center top yeah. 10, in my opinion, from what I saw.
2: Uh, looked like uh, sophomore JT Fens had a heck of a game there tonight, too. Yeah, he, he, I think he only took four threes and he made all of them, but uh, mm-hmm. He's going to be pretty good. Um, they have a – like that the Gavin Mars kid, you know, freshman. I mean, he's 6'7". He, uh, could, he wow. could be really, really good. I mean, he's starting – only starting because of some injuries, but obviously he's going to be, be used a lot this season. But, uh, yeah, so. Well, any guy you can have come through and throw down like that, it's got to be a pretty dominating
0: force inside for those guys. Yeah. But it is too bad. They, I was reading your article. They do have some injuries coming – or happening right now
2: yeah so tony graham said hunter gibson is out for the season but uh and wow. then, yeah so, so that's gonna hurt but uh hopefully uh, he's back for baseball yeah and then ryan ferguson got mono so he's oh. just kind of <laughs> waiting dang it so yeah it's been a rough start for the boys but uh i think there, there's there's talent and there's, there's i mean they have a future you know with mm. a couple of younger guys so uh, even Hunter Gibson's—I believe it's his cousin. I, I think it's Bailey Gibson's brother, Cade Gibson. Yes. Cade, yeah, he's yeah. starting for the Ellensburg, and he's capable of hitting the three. He's, he's a little a scrappy dude, man. He's small, but he's I mean, kid, he's so yeah, he's young. That's so cool. I I think it's going to look good in the near future. I don't know how this. We well, you, you never know, so mm-hmm. they'll just have to click more as a team. Well, the girls are sitting undefeated right now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're they play tonight against Eisenhower. Oh, um, wow. Where's that at? It's here. Is yeah. it? Yeah.
0: That might be a game. If you're listening to this first thing, get out to yeah. Ellensburg. That'd be a good good matchup right. to watch. Yeah.
2: They're 4A. Um, they're 4A, right? 4A, yeah. 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 Thanks, cool. Think's the girls cool. beat Grandview Prosser and Wapato last week. Yeah, that's pretty good. Those are all yeah. three good teams, too. Very much. So I think that kind of shows where Ellensburg girls are at within the conference yeah. early. No, they're, they're kind of, a, in my opinion, the favorite going on.
0: Ellensburg Wrestling, they wow, what a weekend! You head over, Ellensburg Wrestling headed over to the Wilfong invite in Puyallup. They finished first place in a 12 team tournament in Puyallup, where they were only from the only team from the east side. The top three teams was Ellensburg, Prairie, and Puyallup. Uh, I'm gonna go through a list of guys here. If I say your name wrong, I apologize. Looks like there's some brothers going on here, it's kind of awesome. But a, a 106 weight Jack Eiler finished first. 113 Tyson Holloway finished second. 126 weight Christian Davis was first. 145 Wade Weaver was fourth. 152 Cole Weaver was second. Uh, 160 Morgan Smith, Corgan Smith, Corgan Corgan Smith, Smith finished yeah. third. Uh, 170 was Lorenzo Gonzalez in first, and the 182 was Henry Reinhart in second. Uh, what a showing by Ellensburg over there on the west side. That's pretty awesome. That is yeah. good,
2: and they're they're missing the heavyweight like they're like they need like a 220 or something okay. and they don't have that so wow and they're winning without you know that weight class so Dude, i didn't they're have gonna, anything written down where they're going to be this week uh they they are hosting Prosser and Euphreda this Thursday ooh
1: so that'll yeah. be fun to go watch owlsburg is always battle tested because that's uh that's CWAC League mm. with you know Topinish who if they don't win state they're always like top 2 top 3 uh, Topinish is very good. Sela has been good in the past. Obviously, Ellensburg has been good. Um, just that entire I, or I eighty two corridor. And then, of course, you got the Spokane, uh, uh, Spokane League, like uh, the Cheneys. Mm-hmm. Um There <coughs> seems like week in and week out, Ellensburg is tested by their own backyard. I guess you could say so to be able to showcase that in Puyallup with a bunch of new kids that you're probably not going to, the only time you would see them again is Tacoma, Tacoma, Matt classic, which was one of the greatest mm-hmm. events
0: bar none. The Ellensburg still have the drop down lights for the championship rounds.
2: What's that? The drop down lights they have in their gym. The last turn, the
1: last Ellensburg match I've been to, they do.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Ray, you... Ray Westberg invite, they do, they, or they did. do they do that at all? I all thought... the home
1: matches? Well, maybe we'll not. find out on Thursday. I know
2: that for yeah. a fact, if you haven't gone to a wrestling match
0: and, and it's really cool, it's fun. And especially when they drop those down, the gym goes dark Yeah, and yeah. they have that championship match going on. It's really on. cool. It's pretty awesome. It's um, the way it should be. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's a cool. And you, I know that you'll watch fans and the parents that are wrestling there for their kid in the stand that moving, they can't sit still. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, kid well, I guess we'll go back to basketball. Well, kid girls basketball. They beat Liberty Christian, they hung with the defending state champs played tri-cities prep on saturday friday. Up, friday night friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were hanging with them in the third through the third quarter and the fourth quarter got out of hand but i mean defending state champs preps a solid women's program but the girls it was a good a good show matchup and it's unfortunate the fourth quarter got away from
2: them. yeah
1: luke i think you know you were there on on friday's game against tri-cities prep i know the Tri-Cities ladies, they lost their um, gosh, and her name is escaping me. She transferred she went, to Chihuahua. Yeah. But they're still incredibly good. All right. In fact, their sixth sixth man or sixth woman, the first one off the bench, number 21. I can't remember her name. Why she's not starting, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a chemistry thing or the flow <laughs> of the game. But um I, you know, hats off to, you know, Kiditas for hanging tough, but Tri-Cities Prep, man, they are I mean, they're a state caliber team, even mm-hmm. without their number one player. They'll know. be back to Spokane again. They'll be back in mm-hmm. Spokane. Yeah. yeah. Winning state, I don't know, but they'll be a threat. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Kittitas
0: early in the year, taking them that deep, you know, maybe that's a sign of things to come and the girls keep, keep battling out there.
1: Well, and yeah. I think, uh, I think uh, Tuesday's game, last Tuesday, last week kind of foreshadowed that a, a, a little bit. I remember texting you guys during the, the girls' game and, Shoot, at halftime, it was 9-8, to eight, if I remember correctly. Mm. And I was thinking, man, oh, man, this is going to be a bad game. And then we turned it on. I mean, our um, our offense was nowhere to be found, but we were creating turnovers on defense. And, um, and then finally came out of the halftime much more uh, driven on offense. And so uh, Liberty Christian really didn't have an answer at all for us. I can't remember what the final score was, but mm. it was pretty convincing.
0: The boys, they had kind of the same scenario. They beat uh, L.C. Christian on last Tuesday, I believe it was, right? Yeah. And then they came back and uh, lost a heartbreaker there at the end of Tri-Cities Prep on Saturday. Yeah. Friday. I keep saying the wrong days. I apologize. It's all
1: right. Basically a weekend. What? What's your opinion? Mercado is had his way with us. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's He probably scored 20 of his 27 points down low. Yeah. If it wasn't yeah. 20, it was 19. I mean, he pretty much... The paint was his thing. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, and he's he, not a huge kid. He's what six six feet, six maybe. Eric knows. Eric sees him every year. Yeah, I <laughs> know yeah, he needs to grab. Tell me about him. But <laughs> well,
2: where's he going again? He's going to the University University of Oregon to be a
0: pitcher. He throws hard. He's like mid mid eighties, and and yeah. as the season progresses in the summer, he'll be touching ninety to ninety four. Wow. And he's going to U of O, and he's an athlete. He's a good athlete.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think, uh, um, you know, Kiditas gets more familiar with Coach Weeks's, you know program, which is new to them. Um, if it's close again against tri Cities Prep, which it will be, mm-hmm. you, know, you could easily convince me that we're going to get the dub down there. So yeah. we got a few weeks to go before we have to worry about that, though.
0: That's absolutely. Well, if you guys got to get down, get to Task Friday night, they host Mabton. Uh, I think it's safe to say that's a pretty heated game planned out already because I know in the past few years that game's always been uh, – extracurriculars outside of the game. It's always Some been chip, uh, chirping going on, chirping on the court in the stands and in the stands. Definitely a lot in the stands. There's no love loss between Mabton and Kittitas. I think that's gone back to since when my dad played basketball, mm-hmm. there wasn't
1: much love loss between those two. Seasons. I will admit to being a, a Homer a mm-hmm. little bit, but uh, I will admit a lot to being a Homer, but <laughs> I, it, it's been, it's been a little rough. I do know that, uh, um, are wonderful the police department kid at you know they've just maybe had a presence at the game you know just popping in normal. saying hi. you know just being you know deter some many you agree. know trash talking is one thing but uh you know anytime you can deter something that goes beyond that that's good so absolutely um and not to mention
0: you got some something to watch there and it's going to be a good game i mean is always a quick fast team that yep can, that can yep. score a lot and I think there's not going there won't be any shortage of energy in that gym between Kittatas I'm out, looking pumped forward to the play yep Kittatas wrestling had a great weekend also they were at the Tony Saldivar Iron Man Granger tournament on yep. Saturday um uh, my notes are saying they finished fifth out of everybody in that tournament
1: yeah against the uh, it was a tournament that showcased a lot of one a and two a teams and mm-hmm. like we were talking about Toppenish being a incredibly good wrestling program so was granger and and granger and zilla forks uh, and
0: riverside all finished above Kitatas.
1: what's that sorry
0: your forks yeah forks and riverside. Forks made the trip they made the trip and that, those are the teams that Kitatas lost
1: to okay and uh if you're going to talk about wrestling and a good showing against a bunch of good teams uh we're filming this on or recording this on a tuesday <coughs> so tomorrow wednesday four mm-hmm. o'clock kititas express at home uh, so there will be about six or seven teams there I believe as well mm-hmm. uh, all through north central Washington so or central Washington so yeah. lower valley and up north there in the and the Wenatchee area well shoot
0: I'm seeing all the teams that Kittitas beat I mean there's East Valley Yakima Prosser Riverside Hugon which is an Oregon school Eisenhower Highland Goldendale you know even if it is their JVs
1: coming from those schools those JVs are pretty darn I mean they're well yeah you mentioned like Eisenhower, one of the bigger four A schools in the entire state. So their JV program is gonna be pretty darn pretty good. darn good
0: yeah. compete at any level. Yeah. And that was great to see them. And you get out to Kiditas Wednesday night. I'm gonna be there. I'll be there I too. I haven't told my wife yet, but I'm gonna be at Kiditas. Yep. Supporting the
1: coyotes and yep. And is that uh, four? Four PM. Four o'clock, be there, be square.
0: Dang right. What do they call a kick? It's not a kickoff, obviously. First pitch. What's a wrestling? Is it first first bout? First bouts at four o'clock. He's um, first match, match, match. match that match, would yeah. be wrestling. I don't think or there. okay. Central Washington University Wildcats had a couple games here come up. Uh, it was on Saturday night, Friday night, no, Saturday night. Saturday, we went. I apologize to all the people around us because Ellie made her presence known. My daughter, my everybody, she was loud me. and boisterous. Yeah, she was all over the place. <laughs> we tried yep. to contain her. Uh, I still can't say that school's name, Moltenoma. Moltenoma. Uh, found out their school in portland the school population is only like 350 really yeah when i was surprised they i figured they'd be a little bigger than that um they played eastern the night before yeah and too. eastern beat them 140 to <laughs> 80 or so 70 or something like that i was close yeah. until tip off yeah, yeah pretty yeah. Close. it was all they had it right there until tip off
1: um they but i was
0: on them we did yeah. yeah and that team was averaging 104 points coming in yeah. to the uh, they could shoot. They were pretty impressive. They didn't miss much. And they had uh, their point guard, I f- think finished with 34 points. Oh, wow. And he didn't miss much. And it was, it was entertaining to watch and the fact that they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't be put it past them to go past half court, two steps and let yeah. her fly. And that was just how they did it. And I think that school, they have an off shooting night. They're not going to win a lot of games, but <laughs> they do shoot. They're going to win a lot, but central looked pretty good. You know, they they took care of business and beat the team they should have that night and and uh, they get to play Linfield tonight, 5-15. So you got got a little bit of time to get dinner and get there. I know Luke's probably heading there. and Yeah, yeah. And hopefully they take care of business. I know Linfield was at the Palace today while I was at lunch eating. <laughs> so they're here. Uh, the girls' team. I wish I could have stuck around for that one, but we had to take off because of Ellie announcing her presence to the whole gym. throw your own daughter under the bus. Yes, it's classy. <laughs> yeah, someday she'll look. <laughs> I'd be back. lying
1: if I said as a parent I've never blamed my kids for something. Right. So, yeah. Hey, but props to the guy in the corner that eliminated the golf ball from
0: entering the floor to play because she actually grabbed hold of it in the matter of seconds. Really, <laughs> it was great. Um, but it's a fun family place. Take your kids. It's a good yeah. spot. Uh, the girls played after the boys that night and they beat Cal state LA 75 to 52. They play Academy art tonight after the boys game. And then Saturday they play Northwest Nazarene.
1: The thing I like about the Cal state LA and then tonight's game again, we're film, record, recording on Tuesday, but thing I like about those two games, Cal state LA and Academy of art, West region teams, uh, mm-hmm. um, Cal state LA is CCAA and Academy of art is PAC West. And so, when we're talking about playoff seeding in in uh regional rankings we're going to look at these these kind of games and and that's a big deal so um coaches scheduled them uh coach Randy has scheduled them pretty well it's a good schedule this year well I, I don't know if we've covered this
0: yet and slap me across the face if we have um for you the, for those of the listeners who don't know in the central and, and the whole, how how the whole seeding for the playoffs work they need to win those games they need to win the coast west coast games because I, I'm not 100 percent on basketball. Uh, I know football is not, but baseball just got their first seed to regionals, yep. guaranteed. So if you don't, you got to go and win these or these uh, non-league games against the the coast or the Pac. What's the conference in California you were talking about? Just
1: the CCA CCAA. And the you got to win those yeah. games to make
0: yeah. sure you're ranked high enough in the regionals so you can yeah. guarantee yourself a playoff spot. Keep things in your hands.
1: A, a playoff spot, or at least a, a you know a, a good seed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you know, those LA teams, um, or those CCIA teams are, they're always really, really good. Um, let's just, you know, will we be hosting the regional? Gosh, that'd be great. Be, oh, it's but, fun. You know, let's just take care of business, beat Academy of art, beat Northwest Nazarene, win the GNAC, mm-hmm. see how things play out there. That's right. Win your conference, let it go from there. I believe that wraps up our scoreboard for this week.
0: And brought well, you the, only, the only
1: plug I'm going to say, yes. uh, pardon me to interrupt you, You're good. Uh, is, uh, you know, well, uh, it's next weekend after Christmas. I cannot believe next weekend is after wow. Christmas. But, uh, you know, Kitatas has their annual holiday tournament. Right. Usually it's been at Central this year. We're hosting it in K-Town. Yes. Um, teams from, uh, you know, Kitatas boys and girls are playing both nights, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Cleveland boys and girls, I think each have a game one of the days and, and, uh, but then we get to see some teams that we don't normally see. So I like that. So that's all day on Saturday and all day on Friday, the 27th, 28th. So Mm -hmm. there's not much going on except a food hangover or a gift hangover from Christmas or maybe just a hangover from Christmas. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, then, you know, come on down, get a task, watch some good basketball. Absolutely.
0: it will be a lot of fun. Might as well. Yeah. Well, that wraps up a scoreboard by Fitter's Furniture. We'll be right back with our Christmas version of Would You Rather. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all right, folks, we'll be right back. All right, folks. I don't know if the proper entry would be ho ho ho, because it's Christmas time and it's Would You Rather time. We're still looking for the sponsor of this particular segment. So let us know. But Christmas time, you know, we're all about to venture through whoever knows what of the counties and state another nation to go see families. That's right. And we're going to go do fun things with our other families. And so we got some questions about what you guys do and what would you rather do? Would you rather ho, ho, ho edition? (laughs) I should have got my Santa hat out. Dang it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start with this one first. It was our second one on the list, but I feel like we need to flow. So NBA game on TV or a football game on TV, Christmas day.
1: Football. It's like the Hawaii Bowl, right, on Christmas Day. It's Ooh. not really a marquee bowl, mm-hmm. right?
2: There's no NFL
1: on. So I'm actually going to go yeah. against the grain and say NBA.
2: Uh, yeah, I take that back, NBA.
1: I will watch football. Because it's always over. like a marquee game. Yeah, so yeah you're right. It's going to be the Lakers. And- Nothing against the Hawaii Bowl or Hula Bowl or whatever, but it's going to be like a 7-16 and versus a 7-16. and team. It's not going to be... The only way I would watch it is the Googs or the Huskies. Yeah. So I'm going to say NBA. I would rather watch 95
0: Mariner highlights than any NBA game well, of on Christmas course. Day. Um, yeah. I will go football because I don't like watching the NBA, and that's just my personal feelings.
1: Yeah, NBA is not my biggest. If I'm going to pick basketball to mm-hmm. watch, I'll pick college any day. Ooh. There's nothing wrong with college NBA.
0: College on me. Well,
1: I mean on yeah. TV at least. Right, right. Um, I'm not the biggest NBA fan. I'm sure if we got a Sonics team back. Watch it. Mr. Adam Silver, the commissioner, bring the mm-hmm. Sonics back. But uh, then I would be more of an NBA fan. I'd watch so, a hockey game on if there was one on. Yeah. yeah. And, all right. The most important one,
0: I feel like, because. Oh, yeah. I'm already game. hungry thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Because for you, for our pre-show prep, we talked about how I cooked my brisket last Y'all. weekend. Yeah. It turned out phenomenal. Well, 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 hold
1: on. wait, <laughs> Luke, confirm this. We talked about it. Did you get to partake in Eric's brisket? I did not. Know. Me neither. Yeah, sorry. Well, there wasn't, Thanks. it was that I appreciate good. That there's you no sh- leftovers. <laughs> yeah. Telling us how wonderful it was. I just wanted to well, give he, a good preview. He cut
2: half of it off. What's that? He cut half of it off too.
1: Yeah, I cut the fat off
0: mine. I don't keep it on there. I I cut it off and I still got good flavor and I seasoned it right and cooked it. just. I can't even believe I'm still here. Props to Coach, even share the well. props to Coach Wood and my uncle Ron yeah. Sorensen for teaching me how to cook that one.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. You got three choices, so it's a would-you-rather or... I don't know if that works. Um, ham, brisket, or prime rib for Christmas Day dinners?
1: Brisket. Just because he just recently made <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, 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 it. Yeah. yeah. Brisket, as long as Eric's uh, cooking it. You know what? All three are just incredible, but today I'm going to say prime rib. Oh, okay.
0: The first time we all three have a different answer, because I'm going with like a honey-glazed ham. Wow. Really?
1: Delicious. I love ham. Oh, I mean, hey, anything there all, there's that's no made, wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. And if I could, I would go to a house that's cooking all three. Hey, yeah, that would be phenomenal. I'm kind of doing that. Two houses, prime rib over at the
0: in-laws. I'm cooking brisket and ham here. So I will let you know if there's leftovers. I know
1: where you live and I know yes. the in-laws Dang live. Right. I'm going to invite myself. Hum-bay. Yeah. I'll <laughs> bring my, my own napkin. My friend John. Yeah. Come on over.
0: <clears throat> okay, you know, we have the big family traditions and the family dinners or That's whatnot. Right. And, and we got to entertain ourselves one way or another. Everybody has a family game. I feel like if you don't, you play something There's some sort of a game. That's right. And you know, in those years you get a brand new game from Mr. Santa or grandma. Yep. Would you rather play your family favorite
1: or the new game
2: that year? Uh, probably family favorite mm-hmm. i'd say yeah
1: so we uh what we have done because we seem to get a new game every year is we play the the new game you know try it out but we're always going to defer to the family favorite
0: hey that's you gotta oh, okay that's a good answer
1: and for you um gosh we kind of come up with something
0: new every year you yep. know the family favorite i go with that uh usually a good game of hearts Yep, it's it pretty intense yep um yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm always a traditionalist guy. Yep. So I'll go with the family favorite. What is your guys' game?
2: We don't play a game. I was just uh, <laughs> Luke doesn't I just had to say if we had that uh mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't really do any sort of card games, but yeah, I don't know, maybe in the future. Some, <laughs> but if we get married, if we yeah, start your family, if we had card games, I'd definitely you want to do the family tradition. I'd yeah. Say,
1: yeah. A uh, family favorite in the uh, at the good at estate is uh, when it's just me and my three girls, my wife and my two daughters. Uh, family favorites are either uh, big two, which mm. is a card game, or code names, which is a board game, I guess. If we're going to extended family, um, Monopoly, mm. um, just an old school tried and true Monopoly game, and uh. What about for you. I want to say something else to that, but I want to hear your answer first.
0: So our game, well, hearts, hearts. hearts. Yeah. Um, and this was uh we haven't done this one in a while, but it's because we're we're all over the place now because all the cousins are older. Yeah. But we would do an Olympics of who knows what games. Really. And my late uncle Joe Shannon, insurance agency, yep. country yep. company. So go check them out. My cousin Devin's there, and my aunt uh, Carol. They're running the place, and but we would do an Olympics. And I remember I was on his team the last year he was around. Oh, my God, we had so much fun. We were right. shooting rubber bands that uh, like cans stacked up. And one year you, you had to stack three golf balls on top of each other. Can and you do that? I, apparently, because my Uncle Ron did it in like five seconds. And I told him this year that we're doing that same one again. And he's getting my practice golf balls that are all nicked up. And so he can't do it. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, yeah. he, he's pretty proud of that, which is so, it's a very big accomplishment.
1: Before we got back on the air, we were talking about uh you had mentioned uh, who's the biggest cheat, uh, who's, yes. who's the problem, who's the one you said? You have to keep all eyes on this person. And their playing, hands have to be above the table. And when you're playing cards, you don't sit next to them. And if you are, you're behind them. I will fully admit, Damn. I will completely <laughs> admit that it is 100% me. <laughs> yeah. I can... I, I don't say cheat. I've never... I don't cheat. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. You're not trying hard enough. Right. Um. So when we're playing Monopoly, I just negotiate the heck out of every turn. Like I can't have the dice in my hand and not try to buy something, sell something, get some for free. So like, like we've had to make a rule that you have to have all your money in sight because I would like hide my money in my pockets because (laughs) it's nobody's business how much money I have. Right. right. So if it's time to make a deal, I'm like, Oh, I do have a couple of extra fives, you know, five (laughs) hundreds. So, but now my, my wife, my two daughters, uh, my brother-in-law, um, and they never, I, I always lose a monopoly now because not one person will negotiate with me. So I don't cheat, but I'm the one that I'm the problem child. <laughs> hmm. That's hilarious. We need to be playing Monopoly while we do
0: this one time. Yeah. With the camera on John so we can go back. <laughs> yes. to yeah.
1: <laughs> like the security camera on me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah. Oh, for me? Yeah. Uh,
2: definitely my dad. Really? Sure. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's well known for that. I my mom gets so mad at him.
1: <laughs> Does she really? Does she oh, really? Yeah.
2: yeah. That's but, hilarious. But uh well, yeah, we haven't played in a while, but yeah, he's he's pretty he's really competitive. So and my mom's competitive too, so yeah, they they get going when there's cards involved. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Who's the criminal at the uh, Sorensen?
2: Well, household? It is we you can't blame us
0: because it's in our genetics of card games. Right. My grandma, Jay, she would run Hearthstone. Really? <laughs> the retirement community and their card games for candy. Yeah. And she, nodded, that's that's just the stories I've been hearing about. She's gone now a long time ago, but uh yeah, she used to make sure there was an ace up her sleeve at all times. And I took the tradition on <laughs> and I think my sisters, I have three of them. That's awesome. They make sure I'm pretty well behaved, but the current one you don't trust. And it's stupid because he doesn't need to do this because he's the luckiest person. You'll go to, he'll go to any, Arcade, any fair, and win the biggest prize because he's that lucky. Yeah, and it's just but Nate, cousin Nate Sarnson, really. He don't trust him with anybody's cards. He knows exactly what's in your hand if you're sitting next to him at all times,
1: and it just adds a little more fun element to the game. If you're blatantly like not holding your cards close to you, you deserve deserve to lose. Absolutely. But Nate's got wandering eyes, huh? He stretches a lot. And if you're on the camera, oh gosh,
0: what's going on? I'm Thorn kind of under excited, the bus, Nate thrown under the bus, the, the, you know, we're all my cousin, Aaron's bringing his new fiance to Christmas this year, I believe. And Paige is aware of Nate's, how he plays games. So yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. I'm trying to come up with new games. And if you guys have one, we'll put a post on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Let's hear some new games. Cause we're hosting Christmas at the Sorensen house on Christmas day and I need some game ideas. <laughs> and so we got um, hungry, hungry hippos purchased this year. Oh yeah. Paige bought that last night.
1: Ellie's going to like that. She's
0: already loves it. And as long as she doesn't break it before Christmas, it's yeah. going to be a great thing.
1: So oh. you're hosting mm-hmm. and I can't tell. Did you say yes, you're going to cook prime rib, brisket and ham. Did I hear I that got, right?
0: I got brisket and ham. My in-laws are doing the,
1: my, I just want you to cook all three and I want to be invited. That's all I want. <laughs> my, my father-in-law doesn't mean uh
0: prime rib. Doesn't want to throw that out there. So yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah,
2: and we Mama Julie is going to bring the desserts this year. She doesn't know it yet, but we're going to ask her to do that. I can't, I can't wait for leftovers when we have our when we have our podcast uh, next. Well, the, the, pod, the leftover <laughs> podcast. That's what we'll call it. Dude, we should do a feast. We could <laughs> do that. I
0: don't, I don't care. Because we'll probably be doing it the day after the day, two days after Christmas when we record next week. It's going to throw a wrinkle in what we're doing. We'll keep it a surprise. We'll figure boys. out a way to do it because yeah. that's our commitment. We are for the people. Yep. And their knowledge of kids for the these peoples. people. You sound like we're on a campaign now. Yeah, yeah It's <laughs> yeah. getting close to the campaign time. So yeah. Well,
1: before we leave for Christmas, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Appreciate our listeners. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put that question out there. So mm-hmm. we want to please
2: let us know. we so want to know
1: your traditions, we want to know your games, and mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it. So John can cheat. He
2: can learn the new, that's ways, right. new ways to yeah. cheat. Yeah. We
1: only got a few days to practice up. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I
2: but, expect
0: to hear from who's our regular ones we hear from Jeff Gay? that's right calling you out he'll be in there yeah (coughs) sorry well merry christmas to the both of you merry christmas to you guys merry christmas to all the listeners out there and merry christmas to fitters furniture go check them out for your fitters christmas gifts and we'll be back next week fat happy and full of joy
2: we're
0: gonna leave with a like as we started and i'm sorry i'm a little late on the delay here a little gotta get that queued up there we Lost go. Austin Jenks here. It's a good way to ride it out. That's right, baby. So long, folks. Be kind.